You are now listening to Raise the W, recorded at the School of Communication inside the Hickey Audio Lab on the beautiful campus of Western Michigan University. Come aboard and hear the people, stories, and impact of Western Michigan University. Here's your host, Tim Tarantine. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Raise the W, the podcast where we explore the impact and opportunities for Western Michigan University. I'm Tim Tarantine, your host, and I'm so glad you all joined us today. I am fortunate to have with me in studio, Randy Ott. Now, Randy does a lot here on campus, and you may not even know that his work exists, but he is the director of academic success programs for students here at Western Michigan University, and we're going to dive into all that means and all the impact that has on students. But before we do that, Randy, welcome to the podcast, man. Tim, glad I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you. Now, we're going to put you in context so that our listeners kind of learn the leader. Tell us about the neighborhood you grew up in. Where'd you grow up? Sure. So I'm yeah, I'm originally from Bay City, Michigan. Bay City. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But my dad was military, so I moved everywhere and anywhere. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. T- tell me some of the places you grew up. So we uh, we spent a lot of years in Florida, uh, Wiesbaden, Germany, uh, Georgia, North Carolina, California. You know, you name it. So I'm used to adjusting and adapting. So you're you're an adjuster and an adapter. How else has that upbringing of being kind of in all these diverse places, how has that informed who you are and how you lead today? I think it helped me and it helps me now see that people can come from varying backgrounds and adjust and learn. Or there are some that who have not experienced that and, and maybe need some exposure. And it helps them, you know, learn to be academically successful at Western. Yeah. When did you in first encounter Western Michigan University? Why Western? How'd you get here? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. You know, I came here. I went. I graduated from a different university in Michigan, and we came here for a conference. And so I knew it existed. Uh, and I graduated with a bachelor's in teaching, and I was teaching. But then I also wanted to get into higher ed, so I took a job in Texas. Again, move and adjust. I knew how to do that. It was easy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but I knew I wanted to come back to Michigan, and I looked at schools, and Western had a great graduate program. Um, for higher ed student affairs, mm-hmm. uh, they accepted me, and, and here I came, and that was back in 2000. Wow, and you've been here ever since. Yes, sir, have been. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're the director of academic support programs for students. So this, these programs are really evidence that Western is committed to helping all of its students be successful, and you all do programming that wrap supports around and underneath students. Is that correct? Yes, yep. Why do you love that work? What is that? Why does that resonate to you as an individual? Yeah, it, it resonates to me because, you know, students, th- there is no mold. There is no one type. And, and so I think you see that with our programming. Uh, it resonates with me because I had struggle throughout school and growing up. I'm first generation. Yeah. My parents did not know too much about college. Uh, and so I don't claim to think that my mold is the mold, but I believe through my education, but my own experience is that we can do a lot for our students based on where they come from, what they need, where they are, but it has to be somewhat adaptable to what they need and where they are. Sure. Uh, I love it because there is no one day different. Uh, I'm at the <laughs> yeah. ability yeah. now where I can see we have this program for this student, we have this program for this student, uh, and Western's a big place. We're a, sure. a multifaceted place, so we have a lot that we can offer. That's why I like it. Give me some examples of those programs that 
that are being executed to, to help students. And I know you the list is exhaustive, so if you're listening today and you're working on one of Randy's programs, I'm asking him not to say them all. Right. It is not your fault. We love you and what you do, just yeah. as a disclaimer. Good. But give us some examples sure, sure. of what so, you all do there. Some examples, you know, we, we have a Department of Education grant, a TRIO student success grant. And so this program is designed to work with students who come from being first-generation income-eligible families. Yeah. And they mentor them and work with them for four years. Uh, another program is out of the College of Engineering. They have specific set programs and, and, and devices that they can use for engineering students. Uh, another program that we have in our shop is our Alpha program. So these are students who um, need a lot of academic assistance in that first year. So we offer that and we do that. The transition is getting getting more and more difficult for students today. I mean, there's... It seems like getting into higher ed and getting on-ramped seems to just be a... Is, is that just kind of anecdotal or is that in fact true? What are you seeing as a trend with that? I, I think it's both. I, I think, it, yeah, the transition, anecdotal, on-ramp, data that's out there is we are seeing students are coming in, uh, whether it be the income gap, whether it be the, the academic gap, uh, the, the transition to coming... You know, higher ed... 70 years ago was not the open door it is now. Mm. Well, now, you, I, and I firmly believe this, even in my 17-year short career, have seen a difference between, you know, a high school graduation uh, diploma nowadays is equivalent to some serious college time, you know, and, and job market and experience yeah. and even just personal development uh, has a huge amount that happens while they're at college. Courses are only one piece of what students learn here. Mm. And, and so when you have students who struggle academically or struggle socially, this is where their niche helps them. Uh, mm -hmm. We get into things called grit and, and acclimation yeah. and, and connection to the university. That's where sometimes they need a handhold. Uh, you know, students don't graduate by themselves. They graduate from the village that helps them do it. Yeah. So Western Michigan is, is in a lot of ways acknowledging that proverb, right, that it takes a village. And, and you are a part of the, the village roads, the pathways that students can navigate through that village and be successful. Um, let's, let's look at kind of, at this, let's stay at that trend level because I think that's important. So what are you, th there's always space between what we expect and what we experience. And when students come here, they expect to graduate. They expect to come to school and, and have success, but all the time, that, that isn't the same thing, right? There's a distance between what they right. what they want and where they are. What are some of those major trends that you see are obstacles or those things standing in the gap between what students expect to have when they get to college and what they actually experience? What are some of those macro trends you're seeing? Yeah, I, I think we're seeing trends. There are students who come here and, and, and they have been exposed to college and university life. They know what a professor is. They know what a syllabus is. Yeah. But there's a fair amount that don't. Uh, there, there are some students who, and then there's that ad adjustment to acknowledging and, and being aware. So the trends we're seeing is that students coming in the door, uh, when we ask them, you know, what do you, what do you study? When you studied in high school, how did you do that? Mm. And fair often we hear is that, well, I, I studied, you know, maybe two, three hours a week, or I never had to study. And, and it's not that they didn't shouldn't have but they didn't have to so then if we even dare to ask the question well what is it how do you study they don't know you know there mm -hmm. are study techniques there are certain ways you want to do these kinds of things 
and they don't know those techniques. So, th- right. so that's one area of just studying with skill. Mm. The other it sounds like studying with intention too, like actually knowing yes where you're going and what you want to accomplish. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can you can say to someone after they've been here for a year and, and maybe they're doing really well or struggling or, or not. Hey, how do you study? Well, I do this, this, and this. And you might ask the next person, Well, I just read my textbook. Okay. There's there's more than one way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You know, some of the other things that we're seeing is, is just even knowing how to approach a professor. Hey, have you visited your professor's office hours yet? No, I, I, I'm not sure I want to do that, or, or I just haven't. Well, yeah. why not? Because they haven't been helped to see the benefit in that yet. Right. We, we, we see a lot of that. So a lot of this is exposure. You, you're really, in a lot of ways, exposing students to the norms and disciplines of being successful. Yes. Right? I yes. mean, it, we're not promising success. We're showing you how successful right. people discipline their lives. Yes. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. And, and that's where I, 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 that's why I love working here. Western has a commitment to that. Western yeah. says to our students, we're going to help you with classes. We're going to help you with major. We're going to get you career prepared for responsible citizenship. But there are techniques, there are things that we can do with you when you are here. Those are academically, those are socially, those are, they're, they're multi-layered, but that's where I, I believe, and, and you can see that in our faculty, you can see it in our efforts, that we have ways to do that. Now, with students, you know, you can only sometimes lead them to the water, you can't make them drink. Sure. Um, but that's why we're good at what we do, is, is we help in a lot of ways. Wow. How can how can an alumnus or a donor or a friend of the university who's listening to the podcast today, how can they help you? Sure. What, what is the ways that, that the world <clears throat> off campus can participate in student success? Sure. Sometimes there are barriers that we don't have the means or the resources to overcome. And, and, and some of those are, are tangible, and, I, and I'll give you those. Some of those are not. So uh, tangible. We have students who come to us and say, you know, I'm trying, I'm studying these methods, but frankly, I don't have money to buy my books. <laughs> yeah. And, and you stop right there and you say, well, well wait a minute. So you're, you've been in math for nine weeks now and you don't have you don't the have book, book yet? And, and it's not a fault of their own. You know, maybe you could call it planning and, and, and funding, sure. but, you know, for some of them, it's many, many layered and deeper than that. And they're trying. Yeah. So things like books. Is is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, I think another way that they can do it is, is they can come into a class of first year students who are struggling or, or not, and, and say, you know what, I've been in your shoes. I can relate, and here's what I did, and here's how I can give you my email and say, you know what, if you just want to talk some time, let me take you to lunch, let me buy you a coffee, and, and and I can I can show an example. They can show an example of what that success looks like. And they can talk about the tangible things they did to yeah. get through. Sure. Huh. Wow. Yeah. So it looks like the our, there are students who have been successful here, right? Yes. There are students who have received this help and gone on to do amazing things. It sounds like we just have to keep it going. And that, and that the community of care around Western can do some small, tangible things to help students get over the hump. Because you all are doing... You all are carrying the load, which is giving the examples and the tools. Our job is to wrap, wrap that with what we, what you need. I think our job is is to bring in every asset we can. Yeah. You know, why would we not? Yeah. I, I think we are using great assets on campus, but there are ways that others can reach out. 
Uh, and, and that can be even with simple communication that can be maybe it's in in dollars but maybe it's in just some, a little bit of their own personal time mm. uh, we have a, a, a recent uh, person we've connected with our alpha program who lives in Indianapolis and he came here recently talked with us took some of us to lunch bought some gift cards for some students from books but then he went and visited a class and talked to him for 20 minutes yeah a simple commitment. He was happened to be passing through town. And this is a guy who acknowledges and says to us, I was not a successful student, but I made it and I'm successful in business now. And I have a story. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What an opportunity. And it worked. So Randy, I tell you, man, we appreciate the work you're doing. The students need it. I'm, I'm proud of my university because we are a place that honors and values diversity. And we give students a chance at a higher education that some of our university partners would not and uh, that takes support and that takes work to, to have that kind of commitment and I'm glad we're doing it here and I'm glad you're helping us drive that bus thanks for being here man I appreciate it yeah I, I come to work every day with a smile because I know we're making a difference yeah I hope that I'm making a difference and can have something to do with that uh, my staff we are committed here and it shows yeah no question yeah. about it all right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want more information about Randy and the work he's doing with our students and helping them get to, to academic success, go to mywmu.com, mywmu.com slash raise the W. You'll find Randy there and many other stories of ways in which Western Michigan University, its faculty, students, staff, and friends are impacting the world around it. Thank you for being on the podcast today. And as always, raise the W.